Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to your sports break for this January 7th edition, where we will talk about some of the milestone moments in sports history with some great athletes and the uniform numbers that they wore, as well as some other great sports historic information that occurred on this date. But before we do that, make sure you know about our newsletter. So easy to sign up for. Go to the show notes of this very podcast. Sign up for the email subscription and each day for free and you can cancel at any time you will get a newsletter of everything that's coming out of the pig pen that's pigskin dispatch that's jerseydispatch.com the podcast orville mulligan sports writer the audio drama and many items that are coming from sportshistorynetwork.com so sign up two easy questions to answer and tomorrow morning 6 30 a.m expect your newsletter from the pig pen chronicles now to, for our jersey numbers of january 7th we're going to talk about jerseys number 19, 20, 31, 41, 34, number 10, and number 20. On January 7th, 1899, Walter Camp published his first All-American football team in Collier's Magazine. Now, he started doing the All-American uh, procedure in teams of 11 people uh, back in 1889. Uh, this is the first year he did it in Collier's Magazine note. On this list of 11 players, they were all from either Penn, Yale, Harvard, or Princeton, save one. And that was Carlisle's Isaac Seneca. From the Penn Quakers, Truxton Hare, Josiah McCracken, and Peter Overfield made the list. Yale members included Gordon Brown, George Stillman, and Malcolm McBride. For Harvard, Charles Daly and David Campbell were joined by Princeton Tigers R.T. Hillebrand and Arthur Pye. On January 7, 1927, the Harlem Globetrotters played their first game in Hinckley, Illinois. Now, the iconic red, white, and blue uniforms of this talented bunch still entertain millions across the world. The uniform has changed over the past uh, almost century of their existence, but their colors and their unique jersey style still ring true, seeing those stars and those bold numbers and colors uh, set against the, uh, the background is just unbelievable, very recognizable. And there's some great... Uh, posts on Globetrotters uniform history on Uniwatch. We have a link on jerseydispatch.com for January 7th. In our sweater number 19, that belongs to Brian Trottier, who on January 7th, 1982, completed his 10th career hat-trick while playing for the New York Islanders. With the Islanders, he won four Stanley Cups as one of its core players that carried the dynasty onto the ice. The number 20 uniform today stands for Lou Brock, and this legend was elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame on January 7, 1985. Six-time All-Star won two World Series during his career, which was most notably played with the St. Louis Cardinals. That same day, legend number 31, Hoyt Wilhelm, was also inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Wilhelm played a Major League Baseball for over 20 seasons from 1952 through 1972. He wore multiple numbers, but perhaps his number 31 with the Chicago 
White Sox was his longest stint. The right-handed pitcher may have been most well-known for being on the roster of the 1954 World Series champions, New York Giants. Speaking of legendary pitchers, Tom Seaver is our number 41 we'll talk about today, and he's remembered on this day, January 7th in 1992, the three-time Cy Young winner and 12-time All-Star had his name registered also in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Joining Seaver at the induction ceremonies that day was another great hurler, Raleigh Fingers, most famously who wore the number 34 with the Oakland Athletics, San Diego Padres, and the Milwaukee Brewers. He was elected in the Baseball's Hall of Fame that same January 7th day in 1992. In uh, January 7th, 1998, the Los Angeles Lakers center number 34, Shaquille O'Neal, blocked three shots in a 114-102 victory over Milwaukee to bring his career total to 1,002, breaks that milestone barrier of blocked shots. Uh, January 7, 2013, the FIFA Bolador, the Barcelona forward, number 10, Lionel Messi, won the award for the fourth consecutive year, being Europe's greatest soccer player or European football player. Uh, U.S. forward number 20, Abby Wambach, won the women's award uh, for that Ballon d'Or greatest player in soccer. So that is your sports history, your sports break for this January 7th. We're so glad that you could join us once again. Hope you join us each and every day as we bring you some great sports history and some monumental moments in history for the date, as well as many other uh, things that we can do, you know, like jersey numbers and things. You can, when you visit jerseydispatch.com, we have some of the greatest players uh, playing some of the major sports around the world. Uh, right now, we have uh, many of the NFL, all of Major League Baseball. Uh, most of it, the NBA numbers are in there. Uh, uh, NHL, uh, hockey, as well as some WHL is in there. And we're working on some other things uh, coming up here in the few, next few months where we'll be covering some even more jersey numbers and some more great relevant information in sports history to these great athletes. So until tomorrow, everybody, have a great sports history day. We're dribbling around and see the shot clock's almost out, so we got to put up our shot and come back tomorrow for some more great sports history. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com, not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. 
Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast. <laughs>